When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Areas. Ugh, Rana, my dogs are barking. I haven't seen hide nor hear of you since our official debrief after the show the other night. Well, Rana, I gave, I truly gave, ab- I left everything on the screen. On the floor. I did. J- like J-Lo, Super Bowl halftime, J-Lo 2019, inauguration, Doing promoting my album while I was doing the show. (laughs) Look, you got to be selling. You just do. That's how everyone needs to know. Also, yeah, that I was but a mere invitee. This show was put together by Ronna Glickman, Adam O'Byrne, Anthony McTony, Anthony McTony, yeah, Anthony McTony McManna, (laughs) who came up with the drink, iconic. Yeah. Who about Nick Nick Kusong? Yep. And Mimi Rogers. Do you know that I don't know Mimi's last name yet? I'm so sorry, Mimi. (laughs) Uh, I think Mimi Rogers is is a great, uh, because why does who just want to be Mimi Rogers? There's a lot of power in being Mimi Rogers. Mimi, she's the one who brought Tom into Scientology. power of the church behind her. That's right. So she's she's a heavy hitter. That's exactly right. But you know what? That's what's called being a star. All the people do all the stuff. And then when it's time, they push you on stage that's and right. you light it up. And I was, you should have seen me and off that's screen, what you Lana. Did. I kept saying, there's absolutely, I cannot do this. There's no way I can do this. Yeah. I can't, not tonight. I can't. No, there's no way. I can't go out there. I can't, I can't. go out there. I yeah, can't. There's no chance. There's no there's, chance. And you were just like Shirley Temple or young Judy Garland. And thank the you. second the spotlight hit, that was the end of it. That was it. And then I was off stage doing barbiturates, uppers, the, downers. <laughs> letting someone else raise your children. Correct. Yeah. And then we had Roryography. Rory Davis. Who taught us the official carriage house dance. Uh, I mean, I hate to tell, by the way, you can still see this show. Oh, why are we acting like this is in the past? Yeah. For anyone who missed the show, go to askronalive.com, which will take you to the on location link and you can, it's up for seven days. So it'll be, I think it's next, either Saturday or Sunday at midnight, it's over. Yeah. But you can watch the show. You can still buy a ticket. You can still watch the show. And it was just a fabulous night. And I don't know why anybody wouldn't want to pour themselves a hot burglar or a Negrana and just enjoy it, you know. I had at, a few too many what it was. hard burglars, Rana. Well, well, it was Valentine's Day. We had to. We had to. No, I know. Uh, and of course, during the show, we gave away the most gorgeous basket to our trivia winner from uh, the Rare Tea Cellar people. I'm now, also a I'm, client. I'm also I'm gonna, a client. That's what I was going to say. I'm going to let you talk about this for a second because I know that you are, to the point that I feel like I need an intervention, 
that I you am, might be going from a coffee person to a tea person, which I'm not happy about. Rana, I, I do both. I do my coffee. I rely on you to be coffee. the celebrity spokesmodel of Ask Rana Coffee. I wish I could be a spokesmodel. All I want to do is smoke cigarettes for money. <laughs> but I will say this. <laughs> I drink my coffee in the morning, and then my afternoons, I drink my hot tea because it calms me down. And I was not a tea before we're yeah. a tea seller. Truly, that, that is true. That makes me happy to hear because- Oftentimes we would sort of, if I ever had to deal with you in the afternoon, I'd have to know just how many cups of tea you had had at that point. I mean, absolutely. coffee rather. Yeah. Absolutely. So you switched to tea at about one? At about one o'clock, I switched uh-huh. to tea. I have probably 30 flavor. I'm not kidding. I well, have an entire pantry of tea. From I Rare Tea Seller. I'm not fi- at you know all what? surprised because once you go all on their tea site, yeah. you just start... You become obsessed with wanting to try everything they have there. And they have the most incredible, exotic, gorgeous flavors. And I have to say, Rana, I am not an innovator and I'm not one who likes change. And who I am also one who thinks they can't do something that fancy people do. So this is like loose leaf tea. And I was like, there's absolutely no way I know how to handle that. There's yeah. just no way. But how what much do I, do, I put in? How hot should the water be? Do you want to know what I do? What? Because it's the perfect measurement. For a cup of tea. I get out, this is real, my carriage house spoon, and I spoon out my tea. Ah, you scoop. Put it in my little carafe here with the uh, thing. Strainer? (laughs) Strainer. Although they also sell tea bags that you can put them in. But I gotta say, it has elevated me. Yeah. To being a better me. These, Tim and Kim brother and sister, Funny. and Rod, who run the joint. Rod's oh. the, the Indiana Jones who goes yes. and finds everything. He's the, the one saucer. we want to date. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the source. He's both a sorcerer and a saucer. That's fun right. Things. They put together for us in the carriage house this gorgeous gourmet gift set. Let me tell you what was in this thing. I hate to tell you. We gave this away at the show. Well, they And the person who won didn't deserve it. Let's just get frank about that. But- you know what? That's what winning is. You get you win a prize, which you know you don't deserve to get your hands on at all, and it, it's a life changer. It is. When you become a prize-winning person, it absolutely changes your life. You're right, Ron. In this gorgeous set, I hate to tell you, there was, of course, Hamon de Bayota, my favorite, coming right yep. from Salamanca, gorgeous Iberico ham. Lobster oil. Wow. We couldn't do anything without our lobster oil. No. Um, a gorgeous tagine paste, which is a beautiful Moroccan paste that you used to make a tagine. Has sure. smoked paprika, pickle, just gorgeous Moroccan flavors. A violet mustard, pardon me. No one wow. who listens to this show is good enough for that. Yeah, including yours truly. A beautiful rose harissa, which you can put right on top of your tagine as soon as you're done cooking it. A bourbon barrel smoked pepper, pardon me. A Peppa. gorgeous gourmet sea salt from Murray River, pardon me, uh, which is actually an Australian sea salt, I hate to tell you. Okay. Um, and a, a lot of sharks pepper. there, though. Lots of sharks. It's yeah. true. So, so be careful. So you might be getting a little taste of great white shark juice in that salt. That's, oh, what a selling point. <laughs> what but a selling point. But it was point. so gorgeous. And people can now still go yep. and use the offer code Brian. B-R-Y-A-N. Don't Y-A-N. get fresh. Yeah. And they get 20% off their first order at Rare Tea Cellar. I got to tell you, I wish it was my first order all over again because I'm like addicted. You're going to have to start coming up with aliases and I don't know, it's making tr- up new credit card accounts. numbers and new emails, all kinds You're of right. 
You're right. Yeah. And you know why I really want to do that? Because sometimes Kim and Tim throw a little something extra to me. So, you know, in the in the bag, because I think- It's so know, generous. They are. But that's why I think I should really stick it to them by oh, always getting oh, the 20%. Yeah, they don't, yeah, take it, you know, those fools who do nice things, <laughs> take advantage of them. Exactly, uh, Rana. The other thing I'm completely obsessed with, though, that they sent me, uh, which I was going on and on about Saturday night, is those gorgeous raspberry flavor pearls. Oh, which, do you wear uh, them? Which a Michelin step, <laughs> which a Michelin, you could like a candy, like a candy necklace. necklace. Yeah. yeah. A Michelin star chef would maybe put that on like a dessert or, you know, and I've been using them in my drinks to give me like a gorgeous, it's almost like an elevated boba. And Got I don't know it. where else I would find this. It's so gorgeous. Yeah, that's so, a good yeah. find. So anyway, go on there, look through their pantry, rare tea cellar, C-E-L-L-A-R. That's the dot joke. Com. Yep. That's the whole joke, Celadura. Yes. And Stella Dora breadsticks. Yes. And uh, I'm not even kidding. You could spend hours on that pantry and you just, became, I just keep putting things in my cart. And then when I get to the end, I have to say, okay, now my cart's $1,500. I have to take a few things out. Rana, I mean, you should have seen my tea lineup before the show. I, I really had to make sure to consult with my body and my throat and my instrument. What are your top three flavors right now of tea? Grapefruit Grove. Mm. Mm-hmm. Chamomile mint. Oh, well, that's a classic. Classic. And uh, spiced clementine are my three favorites. Ooh. And, and I just... just tried a caffeinated one, a bourbon chai. Delicious. Now, are you thinking about turning it into like a chai latte or no? You could. But you know what yeah. else I'd like to do with the grapefruit? What? I'd like to squeeze a little bit of fresh Maya lemon in there. And I do that with the clementine too. It takes it over the top. Wow. Do you put honey in any of these? I don't. I don't. Well, but but you could. They're that good on their own. They really are. I don't like when people add mint to um, honey to mint. That drives me crazy. Yeah. I think it's disgusting. And I don't care who I don't care who knows it. I don't care who I'm alienating. Glad we did the show before you said this. Speaking of people being alienated by a comment, pardon me. I don't care. Really? Well, Who I is think it? You what do. happened? People went absolutely. I'll <laughs> say. I'll say bananas because we've got the banana boys. We got the banana boys. Today. Rana, game, set, match. We got. I don't know if we've ever had more comments on anything. My QAnon followers have come through. You're not kidding. They all came out of the woodwork to talk about the ramen conspiracy and how they have all, just like you, grew up as little tiny trash bags, then grew up into larger (laughs) trash bags, who were munching on dry ramen. The best. Adding the flavor packs. Do you want to read some of these comments? I could not get over this. I got to say, and you want to know what's effed, Rana? is my friends who listen to the show, along yeah. with you, Stephanie. texted me and were like, you do that? That is so disgusting. And I was like, yeah. well, first of all, I did that. But everyone in my life thinks it's disgusting. Everyone online thinks it's amazing. Well, what does that tell you, QAnon? That I have the wrong friends. You're, you're the new Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene. All your friends are online. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> and they all with agree pride. with you. That's right. Yeah, That's exact- that makes it real. All right. I just here- pictured you like a Muppet baby, Brian Safi, and then your, your outfit was a little tiny little trash bag that you wore over your diaper. That's kind of cute, actually. Yeah, I like that. I don't mind that. You'd be Christian- a cute Muppet baby. 
I think I would too. You would too, yeah. actually, Rana. Rana, baby, of course. Right, yeah, 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 of course. Of yeah. Course, well, we course. haven't seen that. People don't mind drawing me coming out of a cake with the world's biggest bazooms, but uh, no, no Rana, baby drawings yet. God, you're right. I would actually love that. I'm going to say this. I would frame that. Well, let's see how it turns out first. Well, really, this framebridge.com is yeah. really what I wanted to say. Oh, for yeah, well, that's not a free ad. Okay. Right. <laughs> so read some of these comments. Christian 17, and he did that with Roman numerals. When I was a Boy Scout, we would just eat the ramen raw so we didn't have to cook in the woods, LOL. Miss, or MJS PDX, must be from Portland. Yeah, what a lazy Boy Scout he was. Raw top, how dare you want an innovative. Raw top ramen here, although I'd break it up while the package is still sealed, and we'll, that's what I did, and would sprinkle half the seasoning packet in. I would do that, or I would eat it like a um, granola bar. Raw Just, Top Ramen is a delight, says Brett Harity. I like to crush it up in the bag first, but I've gone the protein bar route as well. The pr- protein, the zero protein bar. The actual 0.0 protein in that thing. Andrew Newhart, guilty pleasure. Raw ramen. I don't even use the flavor packet. Brian was right. It has a nice crunch. On and on and yeah. on and on. But then someone at Clefus said, gave a tip and said, what you should do is open the bag, take out the seasoning packet, then break the block into pieces, sprinkle the seasoning and shake the bag. I haven't done this in years, but it's so good. Then we got this hysterical, we got one, oh, well, maybe we don't have it here. We got a DM from someone who said- Hang they on, not used so to- fast. Do you feel like, do you want to make an apology to me, Rana? For what? Don't you feel like you were in the wrong about something? Oh, that you, you mean people do, it is a thing people do. Is that what you're saying? Yes. And it's, yeah. and, and it's the normal way. Oh, I, I, I wouldn't go so far as to call it the accepted tradition of how to eat top ramen because it comes with instructions on the back. If Q and the instructions is anything. don't say rip open like a caveman cartoon and start crunching. That's not what the instructions say. Look, Rana. I am a single mother on the go. I have absolutely no time. <laughs> I could see you. E- I could see you in your car because I know you're a car eater. I certainly am. I could see you in Although your car. Although not as much anymore because I'm not driving anywhere. But yeah, yes, of course. But yeah. with the whole stack, <sighs> I yeah. love a crunch. I really do. Yeah. But somebody wrote to us and said he did it as a child too, and he's pretty sure he had juvenile hypertension as a result because the sodium is so through the roof with uh, top ramen. It does have about 700 milligrams of sodium. But what if you don't use the seasoning? Well, then it's healthy, of course. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So all I'm saying is like, I was into protein bars before anybody else. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's do a couple of quick comments here. And we've got gorgeous reviews. Yeah. I mean, reviews, exactly. And then uh, we got to bring in the banana boys. But we, uh, we, (laughs) I love love saying that. People for, I love saying banana boys. Bring in the banana boys. Bring in the banana boys. you know, Scotty wrote Ma. We're going to talk to him about that when he comes on. He wrote With Octavia what? Spencer, the movie <gasps> Ma. They're making a sequel. He wrote it. Scotty wrote it. Oh my God, you're kidding. Uh, and Kurt, of course, is an absolute star. Hysterical. And the last time we saw him, he was opening for Metallica in San Francisco. Remember that? We ran into him I, outside, the ta- outside the Mac Hotel. I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, okay, read these two reviews, but we have to thank We're, people That's where for, we took the elevator ride from hell. We don't need to talk about it. It was the worst elevator ride I've maybe ever had. Who were those terrible people? Remember? What happened with those terrible people? They were rude to us. I can't remember Horrible. what they said to us. I think, I think oh, he had maybe- Oh, it seemed like he was going to It seemed like he had her. hired her 
for yes, like a but night. She, and she was, what were the jokes he was making that she was laughing at? It was awful. It was That's truly That's how you knew she awful. was paid by the hour because yeah. there was no way any woman in the universe could have felt good about being with a man like that. That was the elevator ride from hell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Mac Hotel isn't what it used to be. We were trying to go to the top of a Mac, the top of the Mac for a drink. We got up there and it was all call girls and all the bars shut their doors to us. Salesmen. The Tonga Room shut its door to us. Well, they had to because the Metallica concert had just let out. Right. So it was full of you know those people. uh, We'll call them those people. Sure. Sure. Uh, Okay. Two quick comments and thank you to everybody who has been rating and starring and reviewing. Which really. Please do it. It means everything. It, it keeps does. us in it's the so game and in the us. algorithm. It takes you two seconds. It costs you nothing. We appreciate it. Like we can't tell you. Yes. Uh, and of course, five stars, five stars only. only. And follow us on Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram, you're missing. We got a gorgeous email from Allison Rosen, you new best friend this week. Love her. Saying, I don't know who's doing your Instagram, but they're doing a gorgeous job. And I'm, I'm, I just had to tell you. I mean, is that sweet? It's so sweet. Yeah. She just had Phil Rosenthal on, Rana. Excuse me. Excuse yeah. me. You know What are him. you saying? I didn't? Are you jealous? No, of course. Look. I'll call him right up. I know you will, Rana. Anytime I bring anyone up, you've got him on the phone. We have, by the way, some people coming up on this podcast that no one's going to believe we were ever able to get. And that's all I'm going to say. Oh, you mean in the future? In addition to the bananas. People are already going bananas for the bananas. Yeah, but listen, they talk about something bananas every week. They, it's a fun show. Yeah. I mean, it has been a real pandemic hit. Okay, two quick comments. We got to get out of here. Two quick comments, Rana. Uh, Five-star review from Telloin09. In any event, here's another five-star review. Love, love, love this podcast. Truly the light of my pandemic. Rana and Brian are a scrumptious duo of style, sophistication, finesse, and overall sage wisdom. Ask them a question. Get sassy. Expect Rhonda to call it how it is and Brian to suggest filling your step cousin's leaf blower with soy milk. Did I mention- (laughs) That baby laugh. Did I mention the top tier carriage house guest list and the fidelity that comes in the form of a delicious custom coffee line and Ronica gift giving guide? Yes, you read that correctly. Must listen, must indulge. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Signed, Murder Hornet. Whatever happened to this? Signed, Murder Hornet. Those sort of came and went. I love that. Okay, five stars from Cash, 4179. Ha, talking my language. I I have arrived. I absolutely love Ron and Brian. I've been a Brian stan since the early days of Throwing Shade, aka Attitudes, but the minute I heard Rana's voice, I knew I had to make room for a new favorite. Rana and Brian are nothing short of amazing. These two lovelies offer hilarious commentary and sage advice with the help of some top-tier guests. And talk about luxury. Rana has opened my eyes even wider mm. to the finer things in life. Ron and Brian had been my oasis throughout the pandemic, and I is this the same person? And I'm truly grateful. P.S. I just received my received my Ask Ron a coffee, and I'm in love. I opened the shades of vanilla first and first. took a big sniff. I'm As saving instructed. the carriage house, but that's right. When I sit down for breakfast with my cheddar scallion waffles, made in my Dash Mini waffle maker, excuse me, excuse me, my perfectly sweetened cup of shades of vanilla, and Ron and Brian in my airwaves. All is right with the world. Thank you for all that you do. Take care and stay safe. Well, now we're going to give the waffle maker away as the gift today because I forgot about the waffle maker. It's so cute. This is people need to understand that, yes, of course, things are planned, but some things are on the fly if if we're inspired. I had a whole other thing I was going to do, but sometimes I just think, oh, I want the waffle maker. And then why not give it to somebody else? That's how we do it here. 
All right, listen, we've got to let these banana boys in. We've got to get the bananas in here. (laughs) Let these bananas in. Let's get to it. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Wait a minute. Rana. We've got the banana boys here today. A couple of fruits. I feel like I can Mm -hmm. say that, but they can't. So don't respond to that. (laughs) That is one of my favorite old-fashioned expressions, calling someone fruit. 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 Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty good. It actually is pretty good. You can't really call anyone a fruit anymore unless you're a fruit. It's true. And then you do it all the time. (laughs) Scotty Landis and Kerb Ronholer are here from Bananas. Hi. The Banana Hi Boys are here. Bananas. Oh, we're so delighted to have you guys here with us today. Oh, well, thank you for having us. We we're excited to chat. We love show, which has been it's an so absolute funny. hit of the pandemic, excuse me. Because it's I, so surprising. No, the show is fabulous because- So funny. It's not only, I, what I love the most about the show, I think, is that it's all true. Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, of course, depending on how the story is reported, we'll just say, I mean, it's true in the way that Bigfoot's true. Let's put it That's that. right. Let's it's put it that true way. in the way that we're trusting these journalists, usually from real news websites, but sometimes we do go to some smaller uh, websites. So I was going to ask, blogs, and this is a real, but, this is a real ABC Seven local news question. Please give please. it to yes. us. How do you guys memorize Wait, all those lines? Just kidding. But how do you come? How do you find those stories? Are there certain websites you go to, or do you just go to local papers, or? Because they take a, be, a big, ridiculous headline, and then you sort of are on that for an hour with a guest. And yeah, it, gets it used into to be that um, we would have to like find them all, but now yes. uh, the Bananimals do it all for us. Yeah. We are, Ter- they're just constantly sending us, and they are in parts of the internet that are dark. Sure. They are small right. little corners. Uh, right. So we just get stuff sent to us, and we kind of have to like... You know, we're 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 looking at a ton of messages and stuff, but it's it's the best way to do it. Crowdsourcing, I think yeah. they call it. They crowdsourcing. Look at you. Yeah, uh, pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> the only thing that worries me a little bit, and I I don't know that it actually affects the kind of news you're reporting. Yeah, right. But all of this crazy sort of amalgamation of local papers. Which is the the Sinclair what, thing? Yes, which something that used to be. Oh, it's the you know. Boise Herald Tribune, which used to be a paper. And now all these guys have come and gobbled up all these different papers. And so what happened? I mean, it really, I think, affects more actually political coverage and that sort of thing. Not these fabulous, bizarre stories that find their way to you. They do go viral. We will get from our fans. They will send in stories and we will go from like, oh, that's a good one. And I'll save it. And then it'll... We'll get it from 20 different news sources from 100 different people. And it's just like, 
there is sort of a, yeah. a confluence where all these things come together and everybody's like, this is wild. We're going to do this story. And it gets to the point where Kurt and I are like overwhelmed by certain stories. It's usually one or two a week that we'll get from maybe like two or three hundred people. Yeah. What Very you, strange. Give us your top two favorite, most bizarre stories you've done. Oh. And then we have to move on because that's not what the show is about. We didn't bring you here to interview you and talk about your show. We brought no, you here no, because no. people need advice. That's and right. That's right. we're going to give it to them. I can't wait. We'll I give can't some wait. bad advice. Um, um, I got, loved a story early on where Charlie Rose was our guest and it was about Charlie a woman Rose. that- Charlie Rose. Well, I wish. Charlie. She's a singer. <laughs> oh, I oh my God. I know. I was like, Charlie Rose when? <laughs> that's, uh, that's a complicated yeah. I couldn't believe he was doing grass again. <laughs> yeah. I saw him once. And uh, yeah, he was in a convertible in Soho in Manhattan. And he just looked at me very angrily for some reason. <laughs> it all walking. seems true. Just but based it does on that. Sound, it does sound like when you say Charlie Rose, Charlie, it sounds yeah. like when Rana says Charlie Rose. It sounds yeah. exactly yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah. Charlie Rose. Charlie Rose. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the story was a woman early in the pandemic washed her hands for, I think, 48 hours or 72 hours with a piece of cheese. She didn't realize that it wasn't soap. And there's just something so funny to me about somebody being like, we were all so stressed at the beginning of this about washing our hands. And like, what? And she just grabbed this thing that was square and was like, this smells terrible. So that's America for you. Imagine wash your hands with cheese so for two days. detail-oriented and so wrong. You know, like both those things. I, I yeah. will say to her credit that the original soap was made of whale fat. Rana, so I will you say, Thank you, Rana. cheese is a fat. I'll just say, yep. yeah, it could work. I saw I was, Fight Club. I'm assuming it didn't lather, though. I am assuming it didn't lather. No, but I'm assuming <laughs> also that after she washed her hands, they were covered in cheese, and she didn't realize that for a very long time. She thought I could live with this pandemic for a while. Yeah, yeah and cheesy, then she ate her hands. Cheesy paws, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> right. delicious cheesy paws. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Um, I think my favorite story was there is like the title was very outrageous. It was like a uh, dolphin LSD sex experiment. NASA Jeez. uses dolphin LSD sex experiments. Yeah. And right. so it sounds crazy. Oh, no, that's for sure. True. It's yeah. And it is true. That, and I can't remember the names of the people, but there's actually an entire, I think radio lab about it. It's, yes. um, it's a scientist uh, was tasked by NASA to try and teach a dolphin to speak English. And the mm-hmm. way they did that is by building her a an apartment that was half flooded. And the dolphin lived with her, and she lived in a yes. half flooded apartment. What? And then yep. the dolphin fell in what? love with her, and she kind of fell in love with the dolphin. Yes. And it would, oh, like, it wouldn't concentrate to learn English until she gave it a hand job like every single day. And then yes. and then she could go back to like teaching this dolphin to try and say apple. And this had lasted for two fucking years until they yes. were like, turns out dolphins don't speak English. And that was the <laughs> end of the experiment. But thank you. <laughs> my soul has left my body. That is the no absolute question. number my, one mine craziest. Left, mine left the building, no question. Yeah. And it's all yeah, true. They became lovers. They it's became right. lovers. How much would someone have to pay you to live with a do- in a half wet apartment with a dolphin for two years? <laughs> I, I actually don't think there's enough money. But I'm wondering if this came before or after Shape of Water because it sounds like the same sort Way of before. deal. Before. This is in the 70s Way before. or 60s. Oh, yeah. This is also making me think, though. I wish for the, for the life of me I could remember the name of this film. And I bet I'll be shocked if either of you do. But maybe someone so insulting, who Rana. grew up in Boston and watched <laughs> Channel 56 
mm-hmm. the Saturday movie will remember this movie. There was a movie that either took place, it was like a 60s movie. So it either took place mm-hmm. in a, you know, like the James Bond. Uh, it's not the James Bond because everyone's going to say, oh, James Bond, not James Bond. Okay. In like an underwater, uh, you know, shell with somebody lit not a shell but a research facility Uh uh-huh right and part of that was that of course everything is you know whenever you enter those through a submarine or whatever it's that there's a pool of water in the center and then you come up i know i know but there were dolphins living in that facility in that movie Mm. it was one of those 60s sci-fi kind of movies yeah and i can't remember it but maybe someone else can i thought it was i thought you were gonna say it was the abyss um but that was the probably 80s i think oh yeah no much later than the abyss was mary elizabeth master antonio in that movie too (laughs) god i loved her so much (laughs) as a kid no but the same person that does her wig did the wigs for the 60s movie (laughs) for the dolphins (laughs) that's (laughs) the dolphins hair was very well you know dolphins are very very randy first of all yeah yeah and very this Matt and this Stebbins. so it's true that it probably wouldn't <laughs> do any homework without getting a hand job yeah but the funny oh, thing is God. of course dolphins well you know they had a, a okay they had a video a pig playing video games today that was a headline they <laughs> yes. taught a pig That's how right to play video alley. games we would love that, that i can't sense. believe we They're haven't gotten smart. that yeah, they are well, very it's smart. probably in your inbox you just yeah. haven't looked yet but you know what they're so <laughs> smart that they they know how to get what they want and they mm. know and what they want is food and how they yeah. get it is screaming so if yeah. you oh. have a pig in your house i had a friend who had, he had a nervous true? breakdown he had to th- yeah he had to throw food oh in, in his sleep because the pig would just scream <laughs> until he got what he wanted and oh, finally they had I to move to a farm story. Was it, it was, a, a big pig or a little pig? Well, guess what? Like like all these domesticated pigs, it's supposed to be small. Of yeah. course it grows up. And it would just, he said, if it doesn't get what it wants, it screams. Was this friend George Clooney? <laughs> yeah. No. Wow. He, fam- cool. he, he famously has a, he has a Vietnamese pot belly pig, very famously. Oh, okay. Dear Ron and Brian. Oh, here we go. Here and we this go. person, mm-hmm. by the way, we should never should have accepted this letter because they didn't even... Uh, address our guests. Thank you very much, which is, uh, I apologize for the infraction. It's okay. Thank you, Rana. I speak for myself and my sister when I say mm-hmm. we love your shows and follow you both around podcast to podcast like sad little groupies. We are in need of <laughs> advice on an issue with our mom. I am a 26 year old currently living at home while I finish my physical therapy rotations nearby for grad school. My mom, I'm going to say mom because mom is hard for me to pronounce. My mom is the only other one living in the home currently. Her problem has to do with her meticulous dental hygiene. It is ruining period, my period, life, period. What did she do? About two years ago, I started noticing when I came back home to visit that there were always those plastic flosser picks they're called dentist, yeah. dental swords, I believe. Mm-hmm. At any place she sits in the house, used in all caps. Ew, she uses no. them for months or uh-huh. until I get the courage to throw them out, just letting them sit on end tables, counters, even Oof. in her car cup holders. I was hesitant to say anything at first because it is her house slash car. And who am I to tell the woman who, excuse me, birthed me? Not to mention, still helps me financially as I finish school, that she can't let her tooth gunk fester in her own home. 
Right. That was until she spent an extended time back east in Rhode Island. Massachusetts's wicked, crazy sister, yes. And now she has no teeth. Mm-hmm. She got in a big fight there. <laughs> <laughs> she lost them all. <laughs> Where my sister lives to help with her new baby. Lo and behold, the Flossapics showed up there too, sprinkled oh, around boy. her home. My question is, how do we rid our mother of this bad habit? Mm. Do we passive-aggressively just start throwing them away until she gets the message? Do I risk saying something to her at risk of getting the boomer silent treatment? I, I didn't know that was a thing. I'd love to know Me more. Me neither. <laughs> Thank you both, and happy Valentine's Day. Haley, you can use my name. Okay. Thank you, Haley. Kurt. I have an idea. Yes. Okay. I have a suggestion. Because here's mm-hmm. the thing about those picks is that they're not great for the environment. They're all these little plastic things. Yeah. So what she's doing, what the mom is doing is actually environmentally responsible, but disgusting. So how do we solve that? Little glasses of vodka. And then okay. she just pops it in the little glass of vodka. It sterilizes it. It's not disgusting anymore. She can reuse them for as long as mm. she wants. So not uh, like the blue stuff they would use in a dental office. They, I think what? they usually put it in mouthwash, actually. Yeah, you could do little things in mouthwash, pop them in there. Yeah, And you right? do them in like Hard Rock Cafe shot glasses. Perfect. <laughs> from all the different Great. cities. From all the different yeah, cities. How many countries are there? Yeah, Tulsa's <laughs> in the bedroom. We got, Berlin. <laughs> we got St. Petersburg, Florida in the kitchen. Yeah, a little Antarctica one. Exactly. But what you're telling oh. me, though, now I have disgusting glasses of vodka all around my house with these dental swords in them. No, they're, yes. no the vodka's totally clean. You know, it kills yeah, all the... Yeah, but they're just sitting there open in, in the house. Yeah, so you have to fill them up a little bit. They'll probably evaporate over time. That's true. It's... Sounds like to me the real issue here is Haley doesn't want her mom to cut her off financially because to me this seems like you walk yeah. into the room and you hold one and you say, Mom, please stop leaving these everywhere. It's really disgusting. Can we just leave these in the bathroom? Thank you so much. But then if she's going to get silent treatment or financially cut off, I think I think that's the fear. Just say something. Also, yeah. what kind of monster is your mother? Listen, your mother is not a monster. <laughs> no. She's got great First teeth. Of all. Because she is supporting you in some way and you seem to be fine with it and and maybe you need the support right now and that's fine. But Mm -hmm. um, I do, I do think that you, this is really, and this is my judge Judy talking. I think it's her house and I think you can say something to her, but she's going to do what she wants to do. It's not really your, your place to say it's your place to say something, but you can't enforce rules there. No. At the sister's yeah. house, though, that's pretty that's insane true. to me that it traveled, that this habit... I mean, just walk in the room with a mouthful of Listerine, and when you start talking, just let it fall out of your mouth every time you see your mom, and be like, it's hygienic. I'm cleaning my teeth, mom. Yeah. Put We're both see, cleaning our teeth, mom. See if mom. she minds that you're leaving a puddle of Listerine everywhere you go in the house. It's that's actually true. cleaner than what she's doing. That's true. <laughs> or put them under her pillow or something, like they do with... La- you know, people do that with laundry. Just, like, put them in her bed. Yeah, I think you just, I think this is one of those things. When people get older, people wonder, how do people become baddie old ladies? How does it happen? Right. And it, and the truth is, it happens, it's a game of inches. It, it's a slow decline. <laughs> Hell yeah, Ron. And you start doing certain things. Well, listen, I keep myself beautifully, and I keep yeah. myself together. Oh, heck but yeah. you have to want to. 
I mean, you have to be on top of it because especially if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that if you don't pay a little bit of attention, you start to not mind too many, a couple of things Mm -hmm. too much. And pretty soon it's that old story of you get to a certain age and people say, how am I going to live with another person? I'm 38 Mm -hmm. and I don't, and I'm not married, but I don't want to change my ways or whatever the thing is. Mm-hmm. The problem is that you lose perception of the other people in your environment and you sort of think everything's okay unless somebody creates a boundary. I like it. I personally would try a joke first. I mean, a stern joke, but <laughs> walk in holding <laughs> a dental sword and saying, <laughs> and just laughing and saying, okay, look, we have to talk about this. This yes. is crazy. I found this one in the cat's bowl or what, you know, (laughs) this is crazy now. And I just, look, I appreciate that you want, that you want to keep your teeth beautiful, but it's pretty gross to find these all over the place. And the mother will either, either say, huh, I, I didn't think about it. And everyone will have a laugh or whatever, or exactly what Brian said will happen, which is my house, leave my dental swords wherever I want. And that's the end of that. It also seems mm-hmm. like a dental sword is more for like a gal on the go. Aren't if you're at home, aren't you just using floss? That just seems to be There are people who the least surprising thing in this letter to me was that they find them in the cup holder. These are those right. people uh, 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 right. nervous, driving, doing right. dental sword. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, while teeth, driving teeth, teeth, is teeth, crazy. Teeth. It's crazy. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's the most it makes the most sense of all of this to me. That you'd oh be driving. <laughs> because you know, they come with that sort of little accordion on the uh yeah. not accordion um like a a violin bow that's what it yes. looks like mm-hmm. yeah. so it's basically yeah. just a piece of floss that works until it breaks it's a little symphony yeah, yeah. it's it a little so symphony in your mouth i once speaking of crazy things to do while driving i once i dated a, a russian woman and her like she was born in russia came to america when she was like two but her mom was straight up russian sure. and her mom would drive the car <laughs> Drive the car with a needle in one hand, and then that's how she would put on uh, what's the thing? Eyelashes, mascara. That's mascara, right? Eyelashes or liner, liner or lashes with a needle while driving. Dipped into uh, uh, eyelashes, and then just each one individually. Yes, while driving with a needle, it was the craziest fucking thing. Like my her, like my girlfriend would just be like, "Mom, you got it. You can't drive with a needle a quarter inch from your eyeball." And she would, that's how she always would do her her mascara. So crazy, incredible. This and is why we yeah. love. This is why we love the Russians, though. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Always. It's also the re- it's the reason they're our greatest nemesis, and also <laughs> that we should, and that in some ways we should never worry about them because they don't care. Because they poke their eye out or what? They will just they'll always do things. Will be going so well for them, and then something crazy. They will do something crazy. Yes, they make a decision that's crazy. That you just yeah. think you were winning. All you had to do was keep going, and instead they're like, "I know, I know what we do." This will send a monkey to space, and then that monkey will get there first, and the whole world will say, who got to space first? The monkey. And the, the monkey. Will, and people say, a dog? A monkey? How about a person? You got to send a person, or it doesn't count. <laughs> Same with this vaccine. They, uh, The Sputnik, they just said, yeah, let's just release it. 
And it seems like actually it works. This big article in the New Yorker this week. There you but go. Because they have done so many crazy things over the years, the world said. Mm, right. It's like impossible to believe. It doesn't matter if you got there first. No one believes you. Yeah. Yeah. Dear God. Brian, dear. Love of my life. Okay. Is that the letter or is that? No, is that, that was just to you. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Rana, Brian. Oh, here we go. And breathtaking guests. Oh, there we go. Oh, so very nice. You. Finally. <gasps> I have a very sincere PS at the end to tell you how much I adore and appreciate you. Very nice. So I'll skip for now and you can decide if you read it on the air later. Terrific. We'll read it. The issue. My <laughs> sister-in-law says the says the R word in casual conversation. Oh. Oh, yeah. Some context. My brother and her have been together since he was a freshman in high school. They Ugh. now have been together for the better part of a decade. Disgusting. I'm about four years. That honestly, yeah. it is too disgusting. Long. I'm sorry. Too that long. is gross. Uh, it get is. Some, get some balls. Jack and Diane, <laughs> break it off. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, These I agree. are people that are scared of their right. own shadows. They found one Ooh. person that was willing to sleep with them and talk to them, and they said, stick. This is enough. <laughs> yeah. Hit me. Stick. Right. Yeah. I'm about four years older than both of them. <laughs> she is shy. It took her a very long time to feel comfortable being a part of our family. Shy. She just started yeah. eating mm. in front of us a few years ago. <gasps> Normal. She Normal. literally just used to sit there when we had her over for dinner. <laughs> no, no. I'm aware this might be a separate issue. They oh, yeah, it. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a really big separation. It's <laughs> a really fucking crazy issue. Yeah. Huh. Nope. And then really? when she did eat, we found that she dislocated her jaw and just placed her face down on the plate. Pick it up and, had to pick it up and put it back in every time. Yeah. Exactly. She did what Gina Davis does in Beetlejuice and just lifted her mouth apart. Uh-huh. <laughs> They still live in Empty the small box of cereal. Right, exactly. Yeah. <sighs> they still live in the small town where I'm from, walking distance from my parents' house. I have worked for over four years at a company that provides care to people with intellectual and developmental dis- disabilities. Good. I, I was hired as an assistant and have worked my way up so that I'm now an advocate for the rights of the people we serve. Yes. I spend most of my time now dedicated to helping people that cannot advocate for themselves on their own. Wonderful. I'm pretty sure if you asked my brother or her about my job, they would have no idea what to say. Yeah. The well, word I would guess not. I mean, she doesn't say anything at dinner. She <laughs> barely <laughs> opens her mouth. Yeah. They have these been together not, since these they not, were preteens. These are not curious people. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm wor- okay. I only see them about four times a year, but I don't know how much longer. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The R word to me is just as offensive as any other slur. I'm hesitant to... Con- hesitant to confront her about it as she took so long to warm up in the first place and this is what she came out with by the way wow she warm definitely up. there's no yeah. warming up no this she's... is the this is what you have now is what you're getting she definitely there isn't some fabulous person hiding inside <laughs> yeah, right. of this shell yes yeah. this yeah. is person... not the cocoon stage there's no butterfly no, there's no, person no it's all inchworm no butterfly <laughs> for a person a few words to pick that one is like yeah <laughs> why would you do that okay I'm worried that, okay, I only see them about four times a year, but I don't know how much longer I can bite my tongue. I think she's truly a good person, but doesn't understand what that word really means. I'm worried that if I cut her off when she says it, which would most likely be in front of of other family members, 
that I would sound like the bully, even though she's the one saying something offensive. How should I go about this? I don't want my family to be upset with me, but it is insane that I haven't said anything at this point to protect their feelings. It is an injustice to my clients. My husband said next time he'd say something, but that doesn't totally sit right with me. I apologize if this seems scattered, but the situation scatters my brain a little bit. I appreciate any advice from my two beacons of light, Kiss Kiss, DD Advocate, PS. Wow. You ready, Rana? I'm ready. I have to admit, I am a first, I am not a first time writer. The <gasps> last advice you gave me what? had me in tears of relief. It sounds insane, but having you two both give me permission to not feel guilty about having a child, despite my fears, was everything I needed. Oh, yeah. Oh. I remember her. I've listened to it many, many times. Sometimes an outside perspective from stranger. Strangers you unconventionally trust is all you need. Thank you so much. And then, by the way, there's a clarification. Oh, okay. Sorry to contact again, but I wanted to clarify she isn't using the R word to describe people with disabilities in a derogatory way specifically. She well, yeah, uses that would it, be insane. That would be insane. She uses it in yeah. place of words like stupid, dumb, or annoying. Oh, okay. okay. Can I say something? I thought when she said R word, I was on a different track. I thought she meant like assault. Oh. And it, it did not click in for me till now, which is, I was like, that's the word she's picking? But I really, thought, the other one too. Yeah. I thought she meant raisins. So I was confused yeah. the whole time. Kurt's so deathly I allergic to raisins. raisins. Yeah. Dirty, it's dirty like words. Raisins. There are people that do. Yeah. There are people that do. If, if you can have raisins, they say add them. If I can have mm. raisins, I'll have them. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Grapes. How do you oh, s- the whole situation? It's, that, so... uh, it's like a haunted house to me. Like yeah. to be in that that neighborhood, I would run for the hills. <laughs> so I, you know, you marry a family, I guess. And if this person's going to be, it sounds like they're going to be part of your life forever. So oh, definitely. But this this nice woman works with people that would be offended by that word. So I feel like she has a professional ground to stand on and go, yeah, hi. <laughs> This is what I do, guys, and what you're saying hurts my feelings, and is it's also just not the right thing to say. And then um, just moonwalk out of the room, just make your point and get out of there stylishly. Yeah, I think you have to. I think you have to say something, and I think it's just like that. I think it's like, look, it's easy. This is what I do for a living. I'm with these people all the time. It's 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 an actual slur. You cannot say it. Right. Yeah, and you just next time it's said, just be like, "Listen, I got. I, you know, this this is my job. That's the main part. That's the part yeah. that's just like it's not, it's not out of the blue. It's gonna be yeah. very recognizable. It's just gonna be like this is my job, and you can't say that. Then that's it. It's gonna be. I bet you it'll be much easier than she's anticipating. Especially Offender. because if she's already a little, little intimidated by you, which she, you said she was, yeah. I think she'll just sort of be like. Like anyone is in situations when you're called out on something like, oh, okay, and, you know, kind of be embarrassed. Well, I agree that it needs to be confronted, but I would not do it in front of a room full of people. I think that no. these are provincial people. That's the first thing that we have learned. Everything you have told us, whether they live in a provincial place or they don't, these are people that have chosen to lead a very small existence. They live a minute from where they grew up. They dated the first, they married the first person they slept with. Who knows if they even like each other? They're just totally codependent. You pull her aside 
and you say to her, which first of all, she'll be shocked you're going to do that anyway, because you've probably never had a one-on-one yeah, she conversation might just start screaming. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. That jaw is going to unhinge and fall right to the floor. Absolutely. <laughs> and you say, can I either, can we take a walk around the block or can I talk to you for a minute or can I have a cup of coffee with you? Whatever it is. And I think you give her the absolute benefit of the doubt and you say, wow. I have to tell you something. This really bothers me. And for a minute, I don't believe that you're doing this. I think you're just doing this out of habit. I really don't think you do. You even yes. know what you're doing here. Because honestly, in Boston, people say it all the time. They've been saying it is a Bostonism and it's tough oh, yeah. to, and it's tough to break. People do, it's one of those things that people just don't understand. They don't want to understand what it means. <clears throat> it means a different thing to them, but it means what it means. And now it's, it's, and it's not acceptable anymore. Just like everything else, you have to take a moment and you have to figure out, you have to update the, give yourself the software update and you got to move on. And you just say to her, I really don't even think you're doing this on purpose. I know you're such a sweetheart and you've always been, you have such a great heart, but I really have dedicated my life to this thing. Right. And as you know, which she doesn't, but as you know, I work every day with disabled people, blah, blah, blah. And it actually breaks my heart every time I hear you say this, because I don't think people even around here, everybody says this and they're, and they're saying it without realizing it, but you're, it's really a derogatory and horrible thing to say. And I just, I, I haven't said anything for so long because I know it's not where you're coming from, but I have to say something now, and I would just so appreciate it if you would stop using that word and just take a moment and think about what it really means. And then and, at the end, you say, and if you don't, yeah, look up there, and up there <laughs> is a gutter, yeah. and red yeah. balloons start coming out of it, mm-hmm. like Pennywise, and a friend, mm-hmm. you've hired a friend to be down in the gutter Love to it. be like, got the picture? And yeah. then she'll probably do the right thing. I'll do it for free. Well, I think <laughs> Great. Um, Thank you. Scotty, that's good to know. Yeah. If I ever need a service like that, I'm going to reach yeah. out. I think I'm Scott, also about changing lives. I can see Scotty as Pennywise, actually. And I can totally. see the makeup right yeah, now. There is sort yeah. of, yeah, you I can see it. You have a good voice for Pennywise. Yes. Oh, thank yeah. you. Also, do you remember the show Life Goes On? Yeah, of course. Like Corky. A, yeah, there's an episode with Corky where he gets, so I, my advice would be go online Buy the DVD of that season of Life Goes On. Trick your sister-in-law. Be like, I want to show you this like uh, family video that'll teach you a lot about our family. And then just play it and stare at her the entire time. And just let Corky and the writers of Life Goes On take care of this issue for you. And then be like, and by the way, the woman singing the opening theme song plays the mom in the show. That's Patty LuPon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can say that. I, but I actually think she's going to be so humiliated and, and embarrassed because I don't think already. she's ever made the connection between these things. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think, think she'll be that embarrassed. if that doesn't work, if she really says it's just a word or something like that, you say, okay, this was important enough for me to pull you aside and have a conversation with you. This is probably the first one-on-one conversation we've had in about 10 years. So obviously this <laughs> means something to me. And I just want you to know, if you don't stop, that's where you get scary. You say, if you don't stop, yeah. this will be the last conversation we ever have. Yeah. But I do, I, think. <laughs> I do think it's very critical because the embarrassment and the feeling embarrassed is going to be, you know, Shame you don't want her. them 
to have a problem in their relationship yeah. going forward because of that. Because shame is like such a thing. What but I think is, you gently. said is, yeah, what I think you yeah. said is very important is that um, remove the intention for her. Be yes. like, I know you're not intentionally trying to hurt these people. However, you are, you know? And so it's like, once you remove that intention for her, maybe she can not be defensive and take the criticism as opposed to just putting up a wall. I think that's, that's fabulous. Mm-hmm. I have one tiny more little thing, because I'm remembering the letter that this woman wrote to us before. Brian, this was the woman I th- I think. I remember she I'm, was anxious about bringing a child into a world with climate change correct. and a disastrous government and <laughs> yes. every other thing. Yeah. She's very sensitive and vibrating at a very sensitive level. Yeah. And Good. so I would say if that's your, if that's your default, is vibrating at a very sensitive level, find a way to tamp that down a little bit in this conversation and just deal with the very simple facts. Because otherwise you're giving people the opportunity to dismiss you and say, here comes crazy leading liberal hat again. She's going to cry about the poor disadvantaged, uh, you know, developmentally disabled kids, blah, blah, blah. Don't let them dismiss you. Say what you really want to say, but don't start, you know, yeah. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> um, what Truly. I just said was a I remember one time someone I was visiting. Yeah. No, well, I remember one time someone when I was visiting a home in Texas or whatever. One of my parents' friends, just really pick one, was like, "Oh, you're just a bleeding heart <laughs> liberal," and oh, I was like, right. "Yeah, <laughs> I yes. sure am." Correct. You got bed bedding yeah. liberal. Yes. Yeah. yes, you're just a fruit. Exactly. Yes. You know what, yes. Rana? And you said you have me. emotions. <laughs> Fruit is delicious. That's right. Yeah, it is. Sure. Um, no one, you, I don't think you, anyone's arguing. <laughs> um, but yes, I think you're exactly right. Anything they could dismiss you for is actually a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay. This is our last question. How did this happen so quickly? So I don't even fast. know. Um, dear Rana and Brian and guest. Greetings. Yes. Greetings. <laughs> guests. <laughs> Greeting from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm writing to you because I find Nevada. myself in a... <laughs> Reno, Nevada. That's Home of the Whopper. The land of 10,000 dancing fountains. Reno, Reno Nevada. I'm writing to you because I find myself in a pickle. And I trust that you will have the expert guidance to help me through it. My ex and I broke up two years ago, but have remained friends since. A few months ago, I started seeing someone who I think could be the one. After hearing about my new relationship status, my ex informed me that it was too painful to have me in his life and that we needed to cease communication. I was saddened by, by this, excuse me, but ultimately understood. During our relationship, my ex and I would pay our own way when going on vacation and other more expensive outings, concerts, goings to the theater, etc., Being that I was entrusted with planning and booking most of these outings, I would pay for everything initially and my ex would reimburse me for his portion later. Since breaking up, he's been paying me back in installments, but now the payments have stopped. Wow. And he still owes me $500. Asking him for the money feels like rubbing salt in the wound when I know he's already feeling heartbroken. However... I'm saving up for bigger purchases, a new car, a down payment on a house, and could use the money. I make about $35,000 a year, whereas my ex makes six figures. Excuse me. Oh, come on. 
Do I ask for the money back or should I let it go and consider it a casualty of the relationship? Thank you for your time and thought and thoughtfulness. Miza in Minnesota. You're making a hundred thousand dollars. Five hundred bucks doesn't mean no, that much. No, our to person's you. making thirty-five thousand, and the no, ex- no, no, he, right. the six figures. Saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At least a yeah. hundred thousand, right? I gotta say, I think you just need to move on. I agree. Because all I know, all I know is, when you're in a relationship, it's very hard to literally keep tabs. Um, how many of those were loans, you know, like with the expectation for those to get paid back and how many were just, you wanted to do it. And so he came, you know, I I just feel like a a similar thing has happened to me before where, where someone owed me money at a time where I could have used it. I just didn't, I don't know. I I just think like, yeah, move Move on, Scotty. 500 is a small enough number where is the stress of even thinking about this worth $500 to? Like, is the, is, or is it you go, you know what? I'm just going to eat the 500. I'm not going to get it back. And then we are fully severed. And I never have to think about this ever again, neither emotionally or financially. There is, if it was 5,000, I would say show up every day to his door with a sack with a dollar sign on it. But this feels like 500. If you're saving up for a house and 500 is going to help, that's one thing. I can understand car and car payment for sure. But to me, personally, the stress of worrying about this, I would let the 500 go and stop worrying about it. Guys, I, I'm on the other side of this. I'm on the other Let's side of this. When I, was, when I lived in New York City, first year I lived in New York City, I made $24,500 a year mm-hmm. working as an office manager. And $500 was a fucking ton of money to me. Yeah. It was so much money. That was an entire month's rent for me. So right. I, and if this guy is making six figures, just settle up. Do you know what I mean? Like, first off, you guys broke up. Uh, you're right. not responsible for his fucking emotional well-being anymore. You're broken right. up. The fact that you found someone doesn't mean now that he is somehow uh, uh, freed from his financial obligations but to you. why didn't she ask for the money two years ago? Or he. I don't know what we He's have. been paying in installments. Or he or she, Which yeah. is strange. Right. Um, yeah, which I, is strange to begin with if you yes. make six figures. Yes. <laughs> you know, it almost One sounds check. like he's using this money that he owes her as a to way to a continue Agreed. contact and yes. also have control. And so Correct. it's like I'm fucking saying, demand it, it to be pull, to be paid back or cut it off. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I think demand to be paid back. Well, this $500 is the last thing that connects them because yeah. the mm-hmm. other person has unresolved feelings. They broke up two years ago and obviously they stayed friends, et cetera, but that person was harboring a hope that something was going to happen between them. Yeah. Now yes. you're in a very serious relationship. So cosmically, another way to look at this is, aren't you lucky that you found someone terrific? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you paid $500 to a matchmaker to find this person for you yeah, and to get the other person out of your life, would it be worth $500 for you, to you? I'm not, I don't, I understand. I'm not equating these things, but I'm just saying, if you want to have a little cosmic conversation with yourself where you say, is this worth the trouble? 
And I also sort of agree with Brian in the sense that, not sort of, I just mean in a date, in a dating situation, there's also all these other tiny little moments where I bought you dinner, you bought me dinner. I don't, things that they weren't, unless these people were real splitting it to the dime people. I Sounds bought, like it. I bought the couch. Like you it. bought the lamp. You <laughs> used the lamp. Okay, now I you used the lamp for two years more often than I did. So now you owe me $37 for the electric bill. I mean, right. like, if you want to do that kind of math in your head, there's a way no, to justify this don't. 10 different ways. I probably right. ate $500 worth of limes during our relationship. So, okay. That person's not going to get scurvy. No chance. No. <laughs> no. I'm just saying there are ways to enamel. justify That's this. That's right. Of course- <laughs> The, it's really, if this was a loan, I would have said, don't ever loan anybody money if you want to get right. it back. That's what I would have said. Yeah. Because unfortunately, people don't pay money back. And that you have to just know when you lend people money, it's not okay. It's not okay in any way, but a lot of times people don't. Or get it in writing if it's a lot of money, always. Yeah. But this wasn't a loan. This was, Mm-mm. I'm the organizer and then you pay me back. And this right. person is absolutely holding this as the last tether to you. And they know that you're a bean counter. So they're yes. expecting you to come back to them for this $500. Kurt, so, how are you going to defend this? this well, <laughs> I do think you have to decide emotionally if you yes. want to upset the apple cart that you're in right now. If you are in a good place, except for this thing that's getting under your skin, and look, I agree. $500 is a lot of money. It just is. Yes. Yeah, of course. And unless you're a super rich person, it's just the amount of money, which by the way, this person chose. They didn't want to punish you too much, but they wanted you to yes. punish you enough that you'd feel it. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, yeah, I just ahead. found out that $499 when you ship something does not require a signature. $500 does. There you wow. go. So the the world agrees with you that it's ship a lot of money. It. <laughs> <laughs> At least the USPS. dollars sounds least, like a lot of money to me. Yeah, it is. But, a lo- it is a lot of money. I just don't. You ask your partner for five hundred dollars. Ask your ex for a thousand dollars, and then come down. Yeah, you owe me a thousand dollars for what you did, and he goes, "No, I don't." We go, "How much do you owe me?" He goes, 500 You Go, "Fine, I'll take five hundred. That's, That's fine." And then walk away happy. You can send one more salvo. I agree. I but agree. What you're doing is you are opening yourself up to yep. a week. Just now. Where you're yes. going to get an email that t- that tells you just what this person thinks of you. Yeah. Yes. Or that this person is going to say, right. how could you do this to me? Blah, blah, blah. Or they're going to say, I thought we, I have to admit, I, I'm hurt by the way that you broke up with me two years ago. Broke up, you yeah. know, whatever the unresolved this and that is. If you want that, if you want to be slimed, okay, you're going to get yeah. Nickelodeon slimed. So Fine. if it's worth $500 to you to get slimed, mm. anybody watch the Nickelodeon? Uh, of course, football can't do that on television. Covering the Super no, the Super oh, yeah. Bowl coverage. No. Yeah, they were sliming so people on the Super Bowl. Oh, that's the, great. Uh, it was pretty funny. They had their own coverage, so they had the SpongeBob running around and sliming <laughs> yeah. people. Uh, and then somebody did a joke of it for the impeachment hearings, where they had David Schoen <laughs> getting slimed, and SpongeBob was where the American flags were supposed to be. Ronna, I never uh, pegged you as a sli- as a slime fan. No, but sliming. <laughs> Sliming is the same as okay. Think of it as a poisonous tree frog. Do you want? Right. Do you want someone to Easy, spit, done. V- spit in your face? 
I yeah. agree. I think it's, that's what you're going to get here. Yeah. So if yes. you're if you're ready to sit through that for five hundred dollars, then that's fine. But the other yes. version is, and I understand that it's money, and everyone has different associations with money, and it means something. But if you would like to just sit back and take a moment and meditate on this and say, the universe handed me some happiness. Mm-hmm. And this person doesn't mean that you shouldn't still be furious that this person hasn't paid you back. But this person is sitting in their misery and is heartbroken and is not handling it like an adult or well. Mm -mm. And I do think you could, if you wanted to, maybe just ask, I don't know, one more time. I don't know. Yeah, but then it gets. I definitely think it's driving you crazy. Go ahead and ask one more time. But But also, you're going to get an email. Yeah, that's yep. the thing. It's like asking could nothing. get you the email. That's or you're the other essentially thing. paying $500 to not get that email where the yeah. person tells you to that's go fuck true. yourself. They might yeah. also do that, though. They might that, also yeah. just not respond. That <clears> may be who, what they decide, and then that's going to drive you up a tree. Do I, yeah, do I really, email again? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But Cut I say, off. sure, Cut one salvo, off. you want to do it. But you should probably discuss this with your partner, too. Because your partner is going to, whoever knows the ins and outs of this relationship, that person's going to say, this is the same person who did A, B, and C. Or, but this person's just not handling this well. They're not. And they really should not. You could play this for them if you want to. You could send them this yeah. and say, this is who you I'll are. This is who you are right now. Are you proud of that? I've got an idea too. Is okay. you go to the house at night and steal their direct TV antenna and Ooh, maybe right. like exchange it for some money. You know, yes, that is a great get up idea. on their roof, ransom. Yeah, that's you a great get their idea. direct TV antenna and you just say it's five hundred bucks to get it back. <laughs> no, they'll just go and get a guy to come and put a new one on. Then you'll just have I'll an do antenna. It. <laughs> I'll put on the costume. I'll show up. I'll be like, wow, it's We've got Pennywise. $4.99. So you don't have, You're to, have to get a costume trunk with all the with all the things we're gonna put you up to. <laughs> Fine. I have so much time, you guys. I have nothing going yes, on these please. days. You can send one more email, but then move on and be happy in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're looking for a tether too. And you'll have to ex- mm-hmm. examine that. Right. It doesn't think? seem like they are, but maybe no. You never know. I don't think so either, but we'll see. Please send us an update. Kurt, Scotty, now is the time of the show where Rana and I gift someone something, whoever we think really deserves it this week. So it's between one of these three letter writers. Yeah. So Mm. is it uh, the ex owes me money or is it the sister-in-law who says – a terrible thing or yes. is it the daughter of the flosser and would you like to know what they're getting oh yeah what's yes. the gift well sometimes we tell them sometimes we don't we mix five hundred dollars four hundred ninety nine dollars in one give it yes. to the flosser <laughs> that's right exactly <laughs> yep I think we should give two out of the three letters five hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, that is so funny. Yeah. That R word, um, sister-in-law. Nope. We are giving away. Uh, so our favorite electronics company is this company called Dash, and they make something called an egg cooker where you can make seven eggs and it okay. boils the most. Per- you can also Perfect. poach them and do other things, but it comes with Fun. this little water thing, and it says hot and soft. And you sort of eyeball it and decide, eh, I like a mostly had or yeah, whatever yeah. it is. And in six minutes later, it has boiled the perfect eggs for you. And it sings to you when it's ready. The cutest song you've ever heard. 
It is super cute. That's not what we're giving away today. <laughs> oh, thank God. That's just for your that's for your information. <laughs> These people also make a mini waffle maker. Cute. Ooh. So cute. What's cuter than a waffle? A small waffle. Small one. <laughs> yeah, right. And these things are so cute. And we never give away the waffle maker. We always give away the egg cooker. Well, we're giving away the waffle maker today. Oh, Kurt, who do you think you should go to? I'm going with $500. Me too. Scotty, okay. Me too. That was the first thought in my mind is that the universe owes her a little something back. And this now, now she feels like she only needs... Four hundred and ninety dollars back. That's so, true. Little waffles for how the bean dare counter. you assume this is a ten dollar gift <laughs> <laughs> when she sells it on eBay? <laughs> that's what she's like getting for. Sounds like someone might already have a dash, a dash waffle uh, maker. Uh, <laughs> what do you think I've been snacking on this whole podcast? <laughs> Mini waffles. Mini waffles. Uh, God, I do you agree? I don't know if you do. I want to hear it. I I sort of was it was a toss up for me between her and the um the sister in law who works with those or the, excuse me not the sister in law but the writer who works with those with those children I I, I thought yeah. like I, for me it could go either way I like I really do like both of those options the only reason I'll argue for the five hundred dollar ladies because I feel like it sparked the most interesting uh, debate of advice okay. I'll go with five hundred dollars. We I don't want right. to give food to the mother. We don't want to give any more food to the woman no. who picks her teeth God. all the time. No. So let's keep waffles away from her for sure. <laughs> She's out We're, of the running. Forget. Yeah, yeah. I have to. Nope. I have to do a quick Google right now because I'm dying to know if this person is a man or a woman. I just am dying to know because which we person keep about the oh. um, ex and then broke up. Oh, I always assumed it was a woman. I did too. Yep. Oh, it's a guy. It's a guy. I thought it was a guy too. Everything. I thought it was a guy too. Same for me. I did not. I thought it was a girl. Yeah. Hmm. So, are we sticking with it? Well, now I forgot. Getting the the waffle maker. Hang on. I forgot what the whole bit of the question was. Someone wanted $500 for something? I I literally can't remember. He owes, he broke up with someone two years ago. They were still friends. Now he met the one. He told him he's moving on. The other guy broke off all communication and owes him $500. I don't mean to, listen. That guy makes makes, 100 grand though and he makes 35,000. That's fine. Women make 70% of what a man makes on a dollar. So I am now firmly, (laughs) well, not so firmly. I I could go either way. No, Brian, I'm on your side now. I think we give it to the the woman who has the problem with her sister-in-law. I do too. But did she win last time? I wish I knew. Oh, when she sent your question guys. before. That's why. She, I'll tell you right now, there's no chance she won last time. I don't well, think she, she did. Works it wasn't the kind of question she was going to win. She, she could win on special needs, but she wasn't going to win on existential dread about bringing a child into a climate yeah, I don't change think we, world. We, gave her we, would never, uh, we would never award that kind of anxiety. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, wow, Scotty, we give with one hand and we take away. What do you, what's your final answer? Um, I'll, I'm happy to make it unanimous and go with a woman who works with special needs kids who needs to tell her her sister and wants to stop saying the R word. That well, sounds like a seems wait, like she know, might. Is that what you guys are saying? Yeah, you know what I I just Ryan had an idea. Say I'm saying I just had an I'm idea. Saying, what's, what's the idea? Let's do it. Mini waffle, an invitation to eat a mini waffle together is a great time mm. to have a conversation. That's I true. just got a mini waffle maker. Let me make you a mini waffle. You got to stop saying the R 
word. Yeah. <laughs> and she doesn't open her mouth that wide. So, you know, she barely eats. It's so true. many waffles, probably the perfect meal for this person. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> if she connects the trauma of that conversation with a mini waffle, she'll never eat a waffle again or eat in front of in you again. Life, but right. do we care? No. Waffles no. aren't like These a regular thing. People that don't eat in front of other people—that is madness to me. Yeah, but what, I would also encourage in the woman who works with the children to maybe explore if if it's a larger issue with your sister-in-law. Although I might, you might already know that or not. Some people would argue she already got a gift by having two questions answered by us on the podcast. <laughs> that <laughs> that, that was my that. initial <laughs> thought. That was my initial thought. Let's give it to five hundred dollars. Um, well, I'm back ooh, on the five hundred dollars. Are we swinging it? What yeah, was let's the go first question? What was, coaster. What was yes. the first question? They might win by default. My mom no is way. supporting me, but we I hate how oh, dental losses. swords. No, yeah. okay, no. Dental, dental swords doesn't get dental waffles. Dental dam isn't winning. Here's who's winning. Dental's, okay, here's who's who. Uh, five hundred dollars is getting the waffle maker. Great. Yes. Because he makes $35,000 a year. Exactly. And yeah. so, and the $500 means something to him, which we completely understand. By the way, $35,000 yes. in the land of 10,000 lakes is nothing to sniff at. Exactly. But nope. obviously, there isn't a huge budget for all kinds of uh, Mini waffle makers. Accoutrement. <laughs> yeah. And I also think- Can you imagine you how should, low it is on his list right now? It'd be so nice to push it up a little bit. You should sit down with your new wonderful lover. And mm. you should make a gorgeous on him. waffle. Sit on him. Yeah. And you should each have a waffle and you should toast your beautiful life together going and forward. Freedom. And you yes. should have like a little sage burning ceremony at, mm-hmm. and let go of the idea of this $500 together. Yep. Great, Great advice. Incredible. We'll send some coffee to the person who donated a whole life to helping people that need her <laughs> and... Yeah. All right, I mean, the banana so boy. Boy, that was a real roller coaster. That was beautiful. Yeah, y'all come out every week with new episodes. They're so. What funny. day do they drop? And what's the banana? What, what's the banana hotline and the banana uh, Instagram if people want to send you ideas? It's the Bananas um, Podcast on yeah. Instagram. They come out every Tuesday. And the banana phone, if you want to call, Scotty will pick <sighs> up and talk to you for exactly one minute. That number is? Do you know this, Brian? 213-214-7974. The banana phone. I'll talk to any human being that wants to call me for a full minute. You can talk about anything. You can sing me a song. You can tell me a joke. You can breathe heavily. Whatever you want to do. Have you ever enjoyed any of these conversations, Scotty? Everyone, I get about 25 to 30 a day at this point, <laughs> and um, I respond to probably 100 text messages a day at this point, too. Wow. So it's gotten to the point where I, it's off now, but when I turn it back on, it'll ring within five minutes. And it's right. not an actual banana-shaped phone? It oh, is. we do. Yeah, it is. We're going to get Brian one of these, because I know this is what Brian phone. wants, is strangers texting and calling him. Te- See? It oh, is a banana-shaped phone. actually so cute. How does it yeah. get texts? Thank you. Uh, oh, well, I have it's connected. Like I mean, it's connected to oh, a like normal a human phone that Mint Mobile yeah. sent us. Yeah, it's a Bluetooth. Yeah. Yes, it's not it's a Bluetooth a, you know, banana. I just, I just lounge in my sun lounger out back and just answer this all day long. <laughs> I just talk got to a rotary. Strangers from around the world. Whoa, you Hello? got a rotary. Phone. I got a rotary. Oh, that's cool. Is it connected to anything? No, so it's kind of useless, but it's fun. Oh, that oh it's is heavy, fun. right? Yak, yak, yak. Don't talk back. Did you all hear the zip code but conversation? Yes. No. There was an article about zip codes, and the reason that big cities have low zip codes is because of the rotary. So 212 is easier to do than like 915 or something. Oh, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. 
So I like that they they were trying to give the more populated areas an easier time because they had to call more two people. one two two one three exactly huh three two one two two one two fabulous well listen I hate to tell you this was a blast that was really I'm a little <laughs> upset because I hate it when we have people on that when the podcast comes out on Tuesday and ours comes out on Tuesday so <laughs> I, I always feel a little bit competitive about it and well, then we I don't even have to we live in a world where it doesn't matter what day your podcast comes out <laughs> you so don't notice to it just shows up on your phone to them. that's true it doesn't yes, even matter that'd be great yeah but that'd be subscribe great. to bananas pod the bananas podcast the banana you boys have, who did you cute um drawing for you your cartoon travis millard uh, an artist named Travis Millard. Some yeah. people know him as Fudge Factory. He's a very, very great artist. Yeah, and so he cute. I is love a it. Good buddy of ours. Thank you, yeah, Travis. Terrific. That's for you. Um, okay, listen. We love you. We now we do something here, and you're welcome to leave if you want to. What we do is we read our cliffhanger, and we have a cliffhanger question. Oh, we're and then staying. We answer it on Patreon. So we just read it Ooh. briefly, and then if people want to come visit us on Patreon, they get the answer there. Ooh. And what do you put? Did we say your personal Instagrams? You just Google Kurt Comedy and I'll pop up. My last name's too difficult. Kurt Comedy. And Scotty, are you on either on any of the socials? I'm on Instagram, yes. And it's Mudflap Scotty. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, with a Y. Scotty with a Y. Terrific. I would love to have a follower. One big follower would be amazing. Aww. We're going to do it. <laughs> um, all you. right. Brian, do you want to read this fabulous cliffhanger? Sure. Okay. It sounded like maybe you didn't want to read it. No, I do. I just didn't have it up, but now I have it up. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll I give thought, you $500 to read that I, question. I was worried I, <laughs> I, was worried I upset you. No, asking. not at all. I just had to find it. Okay. Dearest Ronna Bryan and extra special guests. Woo! Yes. <laughs> Ever so grateful for the cackles and sense of camaraderie I get from both this podcast as well as attitudes. Hmm. When you had a letter during episode 66 with Megan Rath regarding protecting one's children from the preachings of wacky elder relatives, I found your advice relevant and helpful. I would like to submit a brief follow-up question. My mother-in-law is a Christian Mm. in what I consider the most tacky and annoying way. Doesn't claim a specific denomination, just has a persistent, nauseating, born-again, Bible-thumping style. You know, her sofa has lace-trimmed throw pillows with gaudy crosses sewn on. She'd likely fall prey to televangelists, and she tells my husband I shouldn't keep my tarot cards in our house because they're evil. Well, they're cur- <laughs> they are cursed. I mean, why are we inviting the Dakots into her house? Let's it's ask true. ourselves yeah. that question. My worldview includes, uh, includes a skepticism of institutional religion, and I'm particularly critical of those who subscribe a, to Christianity. But a love of harnessing the other powers of the universe. The dark world, the <laughs> yes. underbelly. Uh, yes. Right. That makes a lot Smudge more sense. Yes. Than the, Smudge it up. Then the crazy ghost that was resurrected on Easter <laughs> makes a lot more sense than tarot cards. But anyway, go on. Yep. I have a one-year-old daughter, (laughs) and already she's been reading Christian children's books to her in my absence and gifting her stuffed animals that recite the Lord's Prayer. Ooh, where do we get them? (laughs) That is... And how fun are those? I know. Do they have those at Vermont Country Store, Brian, or have you stopped shopping? I haven't seen them. (laughs) At at Vermont Country Store, that they did recently... they're, you know what? It's not interesting. Don't worry about it. That's fine. <laughs> Out of politeness, I have done my best. I've done my best to conceal my horror. And as my daughter grows up, I anticipate more of these Christian forward maneuvers. 
I want to raise my daughter to understand that different people believe different things and to be informed and tolerant of belief systems and to choose her own independently. That being said, is it worth insulting my mother-in-law by expressing my disapproval of her introducing Christian ideas to her at such a young age? Mm. Should I refrain and simply explain to my daughter that grandma and a whole lot of other deluded people on earth believe in all this God and Jesus shit, (laughs) but that it's not necessarily true? Well, I wouldn't say that (laughs) Or should I bring Mm -hmm. it up to my mother-in-law? She's a kind woman, but honestly, there's no reasoning with her on this topic. So so did I answer my own question there? Do religious beliefs fall under the category of allow grandma to say her crazy shit and talk to your child about it later? Or could it be considered unacceptable and warranting an on-the-spot call-out akin to racist remarks? Excuse me. Mm. That's, yeah. Any advice would not only be a saving grace. Well, look who's using this lingo now. (laughs) <laughs> but a true delight. Ooh. Thanks so much, Kiss Kiss, Kate and baby Kayleen. I'll be honest with you. This isn't much of a follow-up. It's pretty close to the question that we already answered. But we're going to answer it anyway on Patreon. I do That's think it's do. true. There's more of a nuance to this because this is about religion. It's not about um, about racism and anti-Semitism, et cetera, like we with yeah, like the, the other. Megan Rath question. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So you want to hear the answer to that? Join us on Patreon. Every Friday we post a bonus episode. And if you want to see us live, not live, I was going to say it's not live. It is. They don't just know that. Well, yes. Brian and I put on a puppet show. Every yeah. No. If you want to see the show, <laughs> uh, we do a Punch and Judy show every we do. Friday. It's Christian. Um <laughs> Yes, Davy and Goliath, and it stars, uh, yeah, Davy and Goliath. I've, I've been telling Rana, I'm out unless we only tell New Testament stories. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know anything yeah. about the New Testament, That's of right. course, because I'm Jewish. I always said we already had a book. What's this one? Same mm-hmm. story again, different characters. I already read this. Boring. Uh, but the, uh, but in any event, uh, you can sign up for Sana Privileges to get the video. Of course, I don't know, did you two get your coffee or not yet? The Ask Rana Coffee? Okay. So oh, coming. I don't think so. It's on, on its, route. The post, you know, the postal service. It's like, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. You yeah, know, yeah, COVID, yeah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yep. But I've in any event, askronacoffee.com. You can subscribe. Thank you. Uh, every bag of coffee, if you subscribe, it's $3 off a bag. Always free shipping. Sure. You decide how often it comes. Cancel anytime. Um, and that's the scoop. So thank you two for being here with us today. Thank you. We love the banana, oh, the so banana boys, fun. as we, we like love to the call banana you. Boys. Um, thank you. And we'll see you in the carriage house. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.